It is no surprise that there are many challenges in today's classrooms when it comes to writing. Teachers might be lacking that true support and guidance that is needed by ways of trainings or curriculums. They might even be lacking the support from their admins. They lack confidence. They are not confident in their ability to even teach writing to students. Students come into the classrooms with major writing gaps. The students have overall pushback. They're crying. It's painful when it comes to writing. And then time. When is there enough time to squeeze it all in to make it meaningful and to make it enjoyable? So today's episode is going to address some of these challenges, and it's going to offer you ways to prevail. Even though we are faced with so many challenges when it comes to writing in the classroom, that does not have to be our current reality. So if you are ready to dive in and regain control of your writing block, I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. And if you are a new listener here, welcome. I have a bank of episodes that are on all things literacy. So please take some time to browse around after you listen to this episode today. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I am excited to dive into this topic with you today, and I just really, really appreciate your support every single Monday. Now, when it comes to the challenges of writing in the classroom, even before the pandemic hit, these challenges long lived in classrooms all over the country. And I will say that the pandemic definitely impacted these challenges, but inevitably, these challenges were previously present. They are not new, although I know that different districts and different leaders want to make it seem like this is a new thing that's happening, but nothing about challenges with writing is new in the classroom. So I just want to offer to you that, yes, it is even more impacted because of what the pandemic has done to basic learning and what happened in the very start to it, but we can still find ways to kind of get through this. So as I mentioned, teachers are lacking true support and guidance, and I have been in schools where I have not had the best support and guidance, and this comes from trainings. This comes from having an actual writing curriculum. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think that the majority of my schools ever adopted a formal writing curriculum. So that's pretty challenging because if there is no curriculum and teachers in the school are not really lovers of writing, then imagine when those students come to you, that subject was not prioritized. And then also, there's just the overall feeling of it's hard. It is hard to teach. And so when we are lacking confidence as teachers when it comes to teaching writing, this is going to present a really, really big challenge when it comes to teaching in the classroom and having students being able to learn from our lead. Students are coming in with these major writing gaps, like I mentioned, and that is basically because some schools don't have a curriculum or 
Some teachers just really dislike writing so much that they will do anything and everything to shave off time or let that be the first subject that disappears if they have to make a choice. And so students are coming in behind. And when students come in our classrooms behind, that is when they have pushback. They don't want to do it. They would rather do anything else than to be in our classrooms with us engaging in different writing practices. And I know that this one word time is something that it seems like it's just not enough of it, but there are ways that you can be able to find time to squeeze that writing in. And so we are going to be diving into some of these challenges today, but more importantly, what can be done to triumph, to succeed, even when we are hit hard with some of these challenges in our classrooms. So what is your initial feeling when it comes to writing? How does that word make you feel? What is your body doing? What are your emotions doing? What are some of your gestures doing? What's your facial expressions doing? This is really important because whether it's coming from you or whether it's coming from people that you're surrounded by, this is all going to be centered around mindset. If you do not have positive feelings about the subjects that you have to teach, it is going to bleed into your classroom environment and your students are going to feel that as well. So what I want you to do is to start undoing some of these negative emotions and these negative feelings that you have connected to writing. And you can simply do that by speaking positive thoughts to yourself. Now, even if you feel like I am not a strong writing teacher, I am not a good writer, well, guess what? I am here to confidently tell you I'm going to actually say 100% I think I'm right on this. I am here to tell you that you are a better writer than your students. And so that alone is going to be the confidence that you need to be able to do this and be able to teach this. You are better than your students. And that's all you have to be. In this world, if you are 10% better than someone that is below you, you have the ability to teach them. So that is what you have to focus on. I might not be a strong writer and I might not be the best writer in the world, but I am a better writer than my students and I have something to teach them. And the second part to this is who you're surrounded around. And I know that we can't avoid our grade level teams, but if you're on a grade level team and everyone hates writing, you're going to have to do something about avoiding that negativity coming in and impacting what you want to do for your students when it comes to writing. And so I just need you to protect yourself when it comes to others around you, but also what you're speaking to yourself. And if you don't have the support that you feel like you need, then we have to do something about it, right? Like we have to seek opportunities. Now, whether this is simply finding some people on social media that you know, oh, wow, they share really effective ideas that are things that I know I can try or it it has materials that I have in my classroom, I don't have to purchase anything, then you can spend some time just kind of using that as a way to get some ideas. But even a step farther from that, you can be able to ask questions. People on comments love to talk. And so if you're in Facebook groups or if you're on Instagram, you can definitely just ask a question and even that alone will generate some buzz and you're not the only one asking or seeking that opportunity to be able to learn. And the second part to that is also reading books. I know that I see a lot of people sharing what they're reading. And if you're not a reader, then you can listen to the audio version of the book. But the whole idea here is that you have to do something. You have to take action. And that might mean that you have to provide professional development for yourself. 
So you can't just sit stagnant anymore. We're not in the reality where things are just going to come and be given to us. We have to go out and create these things. But once you start learning more and reading more and having ideas to try, you can start seeing a shift in your atmosphere, a shift in your ability, a shift in your students' ability, and that is going to be the change that is going to help you and help your students. Are your students feeling bored, disengaged, and lacking confidence when it comes to writing? Are you feeling defeated and stressed because you just want to be the best writing teacher ever, but can't find the time to create simple writing routines or even maximize the small chunks of time that you have in your day? What if I told you that I have a solution and that this solution will result in your students wanting to write? You heard correct. No more forcing them to take out their pencils. They will be begging you for more time. Writing Made Simple is a writing membership that supports teachers like you by giving you creative writing routines that will have your students writing without them even knowing it. Each month, you will be supplied with writing routines, an easy lesson plan with support and extension ideas, exemplars to model with, and templates that are print and go. Best part, we are keeping it simple. So carve out five to 10 minutes and let these routines lead the way. Visit theliteracydive.com slash join to learn more. You have to think about meeting students where they are. I've already talked about the fact that they come to our classrooms with these gaps in their learning, and that is for a variety and a multitude of reasons. But the fact of the matter is, is that they are on your roster and they are your responsibility. So meeting them where they are. Imagine the stress and strain they are feeling when they come into your classroom. Especially the older they get, they know that they struggle with writing. And so we have to think about how can we build them up and have them feel wins so that we can help them change their reality just like we're trying to do for ourselves, right? We want to undo this thinking that I'm not a good writer. I'm horrible at writing. Maybe somebody told them they're not a good writer. So we have to take it upon ourselves to try and help them to change that because at their young age, how are they going to know to do that? So I want to offer to you to just celebrate all wins, whether they're big or whether they're small. And I'm here to tell you that in my classroom experiences that I've had, no matter what grade I taught, I had to celebrate the small wins because a lot of my students were not doing these big, grandiose things that I was wanting them to do. But maybe, just maybe that one time, they added a period, and that was the first period that they added in the whole entire school year. We're making a big deal about that. Those small wins become really big wins for those students and for you. So with this, you have to create opportunities for students to simply enjoy writing. And this is going to be writing that's not connected possibly to your workshop. This is going to be writing that's not designed to be ripped apart, and it's not designed to be graded. It's designed to allow them to just hold the pen, share their ideas, and not be judged for it, not be graded for it, and not be labeled for it. Nothing has to be formal about this time of writing, and nothing that they're writing has to formally be walked through the writing process. And so if you can create more opportunities and more time for writing to take place that's not connected to the writing workshop block, 
you're going to find that your students are going to gain more confidence and be willing to try more because they're seeing it in a different way. These moments are going to boost confidence in your students. It's going to allow them to practice skills in a very, very protective way. And for students who come to you and into your classroom and they do not have the confidence that they need or they do not have the writing skills that they need yet, because it's growth mindset, right? They don't have it yet. You're protecting them by allowing them to have this opportunity to just write. And that's all I want you to do. So you're breaking down barriers within them. And when these barriers are broken down, when they get into that formal workshop, they're going to be more able to try things and they're going to want to try adding quotation marks. They're going to want to try adding a descriptive word or whatever it is. And the best part for this is that we are teachers and we have to guide our students. And so if you have to give corrective feedback, it's going to be better received because you've already created this environment where you're allowing them to try. So letting them have these opportunities that are outside of your writing block are going to be what is key to allowing them to grow as a writer and allowing them to feel success as a writer. The last little part to this is letting them share. Now this can be however or whenever you can get it in, but the whole idea is that if your students are not lovers of writing and you're having them do writing, whether it's creative writing or whether it's writing to a specific genre, well, that's hard work for them because they already have this feeling of just not positive feelings connected to writing. So if they are doing a task for you that you know is hard for them or that they struggle with, giving them an opportunity to share it makes it that much better. It makes it that much more meaningful and it helps them to make the connection to what I have to write and what I have to say holds meaning and it's for an audience. I would say that I've pretty much always liked writing to some extent, but I can remember times when I was in college and had to write those ridiculously annoying research papers. I can say that I am not a fan of MLA, APA, and all of those types of research. I like to do more of creative writing. But whenever I did have to do that form of writing because my teacher made that the expectation, I can remember my feelings connected to it, which were of dislike, but I did it. I turned it in only for that to just go in a folder or go in a box or to be like a check mark and passed back to me without really even being read. It's just like for completion. That does not make me want to do it anymore. That did not make me want to work hard. That did not make me want to put value into my work because I didn't see it as something that was valuable. And so connecting this back to your students, if you know that they have these similar emotions, you allowing them to share it, read it aloud, read it to a partner, read it to a small group, hang it on the wall, taking an action as simple as that and allowing them to do something to follow up with that writing is going to be exactly what's needed for them to put that extra effort into their writing. A couple of other things that you can just kind of think about is just making writing fun. If there is something that you do not like, if you can try to make it fun in the least bit, it's just more enjoyable. And so I want you to think about what can you add that's special to your writing center or that's special during writing time. And if you don't have a writing center, maybe it's time that you create one so that you can kind of show them that you value this subject 
and that this is there for them and you can be able to display all of the fun things they can do within that writing center. But there's other things that you can do just to make this time more fun. And so I'm just going to kind of rattle off a couple of ideas. This is just to share with you how simple this can be. Try adding music. Maybe instead of the slower music, you have something a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more fun, something that can kind of help them get into the groove of it. Maybe you want to adjust the lighting, maybe turning the lights low or turning the lights a little bit brighter. Maybe flexible seating. I know that some schools are really, really pro-flexible seating, but a lot of schools just kind of, you know, you remain in your desk and I get it. It's a way of just kind of making sure you have control of your classroom. But maybe during writing time, you say, you know what, sit wherever you're comfortable, sit wherever your ideas flow best, and that's going to be really fun for them. They're going to look forward to this time because they know that they can sit somewhere special and it's not going to be the standard sitting at a seat. Maybe you also allow them to have times for partner writing or you give them special materials. Maybe you pull out the smelly pens or you pull out the mechanical pencils or just something that's different, that's special to writing time. You can also think about using a certain timer or a certain countdown just for writing time so that they always can see like, hey, this is not gonna take us that long. And they can actually be able to see the time decreasing and that's okay. You can celebrate when the timer goes off and clean up. So. Those are just some ways that you can make it fun, but if they don't like this time, think about what's one thing that you can add to make it different and to make it to where your students can be able to have a little bit more enjoyment with it. And the final thing that I wanted to address was time. And I know that this is one of the things that we feel like we have so many standards and we have so many subjects and there's not enough time to get it all in. But this is going to be where you're really going to have to challenge yourself to prioritize this time for writing. You have to have the time even available to allow some of these fun things to happen or some of these moments for share time to happen. You have to make that time. If you value the writing time, your students are going to start valuing it. They watch us more than we think they are. So my challenge to you is to make a commitment. Make a commitment to what this can look like. When is a time, an opportunity where you could be able to say, okay, in this five or seven minutes, in this 10-minute chunk of time, I am going to devote this to just having writing time that's going to be just stress-free and non-threatening and no strings attached. I just want you to enjoy the art of writing. And it almost makes me think about dear time that I used to have when I grew up, drop everything and read. It's almost like you have to do like drop everything and write. And so I've done that before. We have been in the middle of a subject and I've just said, you know, drop everything and write. And we would drop everything. The kids get excited because it's something that's sporadic. It's something that's different. And then we would just enjoy writing just to write. I'm not down their back. They're not, you know, having to show me what they're doing. It is just a time where we can drop everything and write. So that is something that you can do too. But I want you to use your time wisely and think about it as there are no wasted minutes. So if you have four minutes before lunch or you have six minutes before your students have to go to art, that is valuable time that you can assign directly to writing. And so I want you to think about looking at your schedule. Look at your schedule closely. Think about how your schedule flows and think about is there any time in my day where I do have those little pockets of time, and what am I doing with it? And if you're not doing anything with it, I want to challenge you to use those minutes for some really, really quick 
writing opportunities. When your students see like, oh man, I only had to write for like six minutes. I could do that. That is what you want them to do. Like, hey, I know that we might not want to do this, but it's going to go by so fast. So if you can start attaching these smaller chunks of time to different forms of writing, it is going to help your longer chunks of time because your students will build their stamina. So prioritize the time, make a commitment, and do not deviate from it. Now, if you do these things, you are going to start seeing a transformation in your students, especially by way of their confidence and their overall writing growth. And you're going to also see that the transformation within yourself is going to grow as well. Next week, we are going to dive in to how to fit writing into an already busy schedule. And I know that that was something that I struggled with quite a bit. And so we're going to go a little bit more in depth to how to make it work if your schedule is already busy. So be sure to come back next Monday for that episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.